Are you with your Bible? Jeremiah chapter 1. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 1 from verse 9. Let's read. Then the Lord put, put forth his hand. He put forth his hand. And touched my mouth. Hallelujah. And the Lord said to me. Okay. Behold. Behold. I have put my words in your mouth. Praise God. See. See. I have, I have this day. Praise the Lord. Set you mm -hmm. over the nations. Yes. And over the kingdoms. Yes. To root out. Praise Jesus. And to pull down. Mm -hmm to destroy mm -hmm. and to throw down amen to build mm -hmm. and to plant hallelujah moreover mm -hmm. the word of the lord came to me saying it says jeremiah rhoda what do you see what do you see and i said i said i see a branch of an almond tree praise the lord jesus then the lord said to me uh-huh you have seen well hallelujah for I am ready to mm -hmm. perform my word. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And the word of the Lord came to me a second time, mm -hmm. saying, saying, what do you see? What do you see again? And I said, I said, I see a boiling pot. Oh God. And it is facing away from the north. Is anybody going with this? I see a boiling pot. What does that mean? Trouble. Go on. And he's facing, he's coming from the north, yes? Then the Lord said to me. He said to me. Out of the north, uh -huh. calamity shall break forth. Oh God. On all the inhabitants of the land. Jesus. For behold. Behold. I am calling all the families mm -hmm. of the kingdoms of the north. Okay. Says the Lord. Mm -hmm. They shall come. And each one set his throne mm -hmm. at the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem. Please listen to that. Go on. Against all its walls mm -hmm. and all around. Mm -hmm. And against all the cities of, of Judah. Judah. Yes. I will utter my judgment uh -huh. against them mm -hmm. concerning all their wickedness. Okay. Because they have forsaken me. Because they have not what? Forsaken, forsaken me. me. Yes. Burned incense to other gods. My God. And worshipped the works of their own hands. God, are you getting anything from what is going on around the world? Go on. Therefore. Therefore. Prepare yourself and arise. What did he say to you? Prepare yourself and arise. Saints of God, what is he saying to you? Prepare yourself and arise. Okay, go on. And speak to them. Go and do what? Speak to them. Go and evangelize. We are those days. Go on. All that I command you, uh -huh. do not be dismayed mm -hmm. before their faces. Okay. Lest I dismay before I dismay you before them. Mm -hmm. For behold, behold, I have made you this day. I have made you this day. A fortified city. Hallelujah. And an iron pillar. Hallelujah. And bronze walls against the whole land. Glory. Against the kings of Judah. Against kings. Against its princes. Against its priests. Uh -huh. And against the people of the land. Okay. They will fight against you. Okay. But they shall never prevail against you. Amen. For I am with you, says, says the, the Lord, Lord to, to deliver, deliver you. you. Praise the Lord. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. I just wanted us to read to that verse 19 so that you will understand what is going on what has caused what is going on and what is about to happen 
Hallelujah. But this morning, I'm going to speak about the word of God. It says, I am, watch, I am watching my word to fulfill them. If you want to write down, write, I'm watching my word to fulfill them. Hallelujah. The Lord said to Jeremiah in this scripture, He said, what can you see? Amen. Amen. What can you see? You see your perspective, you, you know, perspective on life, what you see in life, what you perceive about life is very crucial at this season. What can you see? Praise God. He told him, it was twice he told him. First time he says, what can you see? He said, I saw an almond tree. That means anointing. Hallelujah. Praise God. And the Lord said, you have seen well. I am, I am standing. I am ready to perform my word. And at the second time he asked him again, he said, what can you see? Because God wanted to open our understanding to see what is going on around us. He says, who is blind like my servants? But this season, you cannot be blind. You and I cannot afford to be blind. We can't be blind to what is going on around us. We must see what God is trying to show us. Hallelujah. If we are blind to what is going on around us, we will pay for it. We will suffer it. The Lord is asking you today, what can you see? Is all you can see is all gloom, gloomy, you know, disaster everywhere. COVID-19 is what some people are seeing. Oh, I'm going to lose my job is all some people are seeing. Praise God. And many people will die truly. Many people will lose their job. They will lose their, you know, income. But to you, what are you seeing? Hallelujah. He says, I am watching my word to fulfill them. I am standing by my word. I'm watching it. I am seeing it. I am standing by it so that I can fulfill it. He says, I am ready to perform my words. Like I said, your perception of life, what you are seeing, what you see this life to be is very crucial. If all you see is defeats, if all you see is failure, that is what you will get. Am I speaking to anybody? The Lord says, what can you see? Praise God. Before the calamity comes, because you see, if you read that scripture, go sit down and study it. He talks about what is going to happen from the north. He said, I will set them up. They will come against Israel. And that is where I will totally destroy them. Why? Because they left God. They were serving other things. He says they were praising. They were serving the works of their hands. And they were serving idols. He says, so that is why I will destroy them. But before that comes, what can you see? Praise God. The Lord said, I make light, I create darkness. If he makes light and darkness, you and I must choose to see that even in darkness, light will shine forth. Lights will shine forth. Lights will shine forth. Can I tell you that whatever you are seeing, we affect what you are saying. When all you see is defeat, 
The words that comes of your mouth will be defeated. Will be defeated. You will just be thinking defeated words. If all you see is failure, my dear, you cannot but speak failure. If the Bible says, Jesus said in John 16:33, in this world you will have trials, you will have tribulation. It says, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. But you may choose not to see that. You may choose to only see that disaster is coming, and it is here. And what you will be saying will be words that have defeated your purpose already. What can you see? Can you help me tell your neighbor, if you have somebody there, ask them, what can you see? If you are alone, ask yourself, what can I see? What am I seeing? What are you seeing? What can you see in front of you? What can you see? What can you see? Are you only seeing failure, deaths, perils? Are you only seeing darkness at this season? Whatever you are seeing, we affect what you are seeing. And what you are saying will affect your life. Can I say that again? Whatever you are seeing, we affect the words that will be coming out of your mouth. And the words that are coming out of your mouth, we bind, we bless your life or curse your life. Praise God. Praise God. This is the generation of SMA. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Hello? They saw that this is death. They saw that this was trouble. Praise God. Praise God. But they refused. They took their focus off those things that were trying to threaten them. They put their focus on Jesus. Hallelujah. In the book of Daniel chapter 3, in the book of Daniel chapter 3, from verses 15 to 19. Daniel chapter 3, 15 to 19. Should I read? Now. Now. If you are ready. So, I the king set up. Praise God. Hallelujah. He set up this lovely image. And he said that everybody must bow to this image. Mm. They are telling us to all bow to the image they have created in this world now. So he set up this image and he said, everybody must bow to them. I hope you are listening to me. I hope you have not come just for coming. Sitting there, for just sitting there. I hope you are listening to what God is telling you this afternoon. He set up this image and he says, everybody must bow to it. You must all follow this image. And the Bible says, God told the children of Israel, his children, you are children of God. He told them, he said, you must not bow before any image. And this is the king of the world telling them to bow before an image. Mm. And the Bible says, they said, we cannot do that. We will have to trust God. And so... They captured them and they brought them before the king. And now this is what is happening. The king says, from verse 15, yes? Now. Now. If you are ready. If you are ready. At the time you hear the sound. So the king is giving them another chance before they are destroyed, before they are killed. 
So at the sound of the horn, horn uh -huh, the flute, the flute, harp, okay, the lyre, and the psaltery, all of the instruments in symphony. When they all came together in symphony, with it, all this was kinds a big music. deal. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They had different musical instruments with different singers. They were now bringing it together in symphony. So when you hear, hear that melody that we are playing to you, I want to pray for somebody. You will no longer dance to the melody of destruction that the enemy is playing for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. That melody, that, that, that drum, that drum of evil, that melody of disaster that the enemy are beating for you, you will no longer dance to it in the name of Jesus. Amen. So when you have heard it, yes? And fall down. You will fall down. And worship the image which I have made. Uh-huh. Good. Mm -hmm. But if you do not worship, uh -huh. you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? This is where the king missed it. He said, if you hear all of this music... I want to give you another chance. I've heard that you have not been bowing down. So this time, I love you guys. I want to give you a chance. If when you hear this music and you fall down and you worship, he says, I will let you go. But if you refuse to worship, you are going to be killed. He said, and now I will see the God, the God, the God that will deliver you from my hand. When somebody challenges God like that, he will show himself to be mighty. Amen. Hear what these people said. Let's go. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego uh -huh. answered. They answered. And said to the king. Oh, king. Oh, Nebuchadnezzar. Uh-huh. We have no need to answer you in this matter. Okay. If that is the case... Our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace. And he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury, and the expression on his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He spoke and commanded that they heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. Hold on. By this time, he gave them the first warning. They did not yield it. And now he wanted to show them that I'm not joking with you guys. He asked them to go and eat up the furnace seven times worse. Huh. If these people were not seeing what God wants them to be seeing, if they choose not to see the salvation of God, that this God is able to deliver us. What am I saying? Many of us, we speak... God's language. We speak Bible language, but we do not even know this God. We do not even believe what we are speaking. One minute you are saying, my God is able, our God is greater, our God is stronger. The next minute, your action is showing that this God is actually not great at all. These people were faced with decision. This was life and death. But they focused on the Word that they have spoken that our God is able to deliver us. 
But if he chooses not to deliver us, let it be known to you all, Nebuchadnezzar, that we are not going to serve your God. We are not going to serve your graven image. What are they saying? We are ready to die for what we believe. If we will go like this, we are ready to go for what we believe. What were they seeing? They were seeing the streets of gold. They were seeing that mansion that was waiting for them. They were looking at their crown. The crown that was prepared for them. And they refused to bow down to the king of this world. Many of us, we are bowing down. And that is why I'm asking you, what are you seeing? What are you seeing? Because your perception, your perception, sorry, on life will determine what you are speaking, what you are saying, how you are living your life, how you are living your life, how you are living your life will affect everybody around you. The king said to them, I am going to do what I have not done before. Let them hit this thing seven times more hotter than what it was. But they could only see the salvation of the Lord. What can you see? He said, I am standing by my word. I am about to perform my words. But he told Jeremiah, what can you see? Can I ask you, what can you see? When you leave this place of prayer, where we are now, wherever you are, this place of prayer, and something happened the next minute. Are you still going to be seeing what you are seeing right now? And some of us, as you are listening to me, you cannot even see God. All you can see is the problems, is the danger, is the darkness all around us. If that is all you can see, all you will get is the darkness, is the danger and sorrow. But if all you can see now is God, you will get God. It will be done on earth in your life as it is in heaven. It says, all I see is you. That is all you and I need to see at this season. You need to see God. You need to smell God. You need to know God. You need to be convinced beyond conviction that this God exists. Many of us don't believe that God exists. And you don't believe that if you are in danger, God is able to deliver you. You quote Psalm 91, yeah, you quote it before you sleep. Yet you do not believe that that God will deliver you anyway. Speaking about it is nonsense. But actually believing it and walking in it is what you and I need to come to. What am I saying? I'm not saying you should put yourself in danger. But I am saying that wherever we are, everywhere we are, there is danger. I was speaking to a sister during the course of the week. They said somebody should go home because another person contacted COVID-19. So they sent them home. And I said, we are in God's hands. I said, do you know that if they send somebody home from work and they don't have food at home, they are going straight to supermarkets. <laughs> we are in God's hands. There is danger all around. They will go straight to where? Supermarkets. At least they have to go and buy food to store at home before they lock themselves down. And can you imagine, you and I went to the same supermarkets. They've touched this tomato, they've touched this bag, they've touched that bag. 
they left it. You came behind, you touched it. You did not buy it. I came behind, I touched it. I did not buy it. How many people touched it? See that we are all in the God's hands. I'm not going out, I'm not going out. Praise God for our lives. Me, I don't go out anywhere. Most of my work I do, in fact, with what I have put myself into going back to school, I do a lot of my work at home anyway. Praise God. I'm not going out, but my husband is going out. But my wife is going out. But my children are going to school. And when they come to school, as they are coming back home, they come and hug me. Mommy, I've missed you. <laughs> and you can say, don't touch me, don't touch me. What is wrong with you? How can I not touch you? You are my mother, you are my father. Can you explain to a five-year-old, three-year-old why they should not touch you? See that we are all in the hands of God. We need to resolve that, that we are all what? In the hands of God. Some people don't have COVID-19. They have pain. When they carry them to the hospital, they will get COVID-19. What can you see? Because even people have COVID-19 and they believe so much that this thing is not going to happen. You came and you are going to go the same way you came. There was a, a, a princess that had COVID-19. She was even showing us. She locked herself for 14 days. And she was showing us every day. She would do an uh, online, say, I'm here. I have not had any symptoms. I'm here. And this person had health issue. This person should be the one that they will, we were, when I heard it, I started praying. I'm like, Jesus, because I know the condition of this person. But this person was showing us herself every day. In fact, she would make up, she would come as her. And at the end of 14 days, she said, now, um, this is the 14 days, I'm coming out, and she's still alive. Every day she would be saying, I am trusting God, I know God will bring me for, I know God will bring me out of this. She was even preaching to people that, hold on to God. Because God is, go he said, God did not tell me I'm going to go like this. If God did not allow this illness that had been on me to kill me for so long, I don't believe he's going to allow this to kill me. She held on to God. All she could see is, I am coming out of this. What can you see? Hallelujah. We should do all that we should do. Cover our nose, wash our hands. You cannot wash your hand more than me. All of the, I have, I have restored, I saw that all of the alcohol went down in church. I've restored everything. Let's just be alcoholic in our hands. If we're not drinking alcohol, our hands must drink alcohol. The Lord will deliver all of our hands. I, one day I said to God, I hope this alcohol that I'm putting in my hand will not intoxicate me. Praise God. Because when I go past it, I apply. When somebody touch me, I apply. When I come, I apply. And I'm even thinking, I hope that I'm not endangering my life. Praise God. But what am I saying? In this season, you and I must see the glorious God that we serve, that he is the deliverer. 
We must be able to see what God can do. We must not allow the devil to defeat, to cheat us. God is going to perform what he said. But for you and I, we must see God. We must see God. What made Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the face of danger to say we will still not bow? Whether you put, multiply this eight, this hellfire by ten, we are still not going to bow down. We are going to hold on to God. It's because they've trained themselves to say that in the, what I'm trying to say to you, if anything should happen in your life, you need to focus on God. You need to hold on to what you know about God. Do you actually know God? Do you know God? Do you trust God? You need to hold on that if he chooses not to deliver me on this side, to him be the glory. He will still be God. He will still be my God. He will still be my God. Because some people will say, somebody say, are you people superstar? You people are putting yourself in danger. But Christians are gone, pastors are gone. My case is different. Have you not read about it? Do you not know that God, the everlasting father, hallelujah. He gives strength to the weary. My focus is on you. We did not come the same time. We're not going the same time. Hallelujah. Even if they are telling you, threatening you, are you listening to me that you're not, you're going to lose your job? Focus on God. He will deliver you. He will supply your need. He made a way where there was no way. He made manna in the wilderness. He is still the same God. He has not changed. His power has not diminished. He will survive you. He will cause you to survive. They are threatening. They're going to take your house. The devil is a liar. You are going to live in that house and declare the goodness of God. You need to totally trust this God. Trust God. Hallelujah. This is the generation of this Christianity. Christianity that we say, you know what? Even if Antichrist has arrived, we are for Christ and we're going to stand. Praise God. Praise God. The Bible says anyway that there are little, little antichrists in the world already. But the master antichrist, like you have master prophets, master antichrist will still come. The son of perdition. He will come to this earth whether we want it or not. Hallelujah. Everything that the scripture says is going to come to pass. Hallelujah. None of us want to be here when it happens. Amen. You don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. I'm not going to be here. I'm praying. I'm not going to be here. Hallelujah. The other day I said, even if God will take me, I just don't want to be here. Praise God. But God will do what he will do. We cannot stop what God will do. Antichrist will come. The Bible says they are already here. That's what Jesus said. Scripture says they are already here before their brother, their uncle will come. But they are doing their job. My own job is to live in abundance, abundance life. He's to live in God, to believe what God can do, to believe that God will deliver me. He prayed for us in this world. He said, I am praying that you keep them in this world. That you will, I'm not saying you should take them out, but that you will keep them. Now, I am wrongdoing, I am speaking, I am talking, you are not hearing me. Don't worry, God will remind you what I am saying. He did not pray that he will take us out of this world. He prayed that God will keep us in this world. He will keep our minds sane. We will not lose our mind. You will not lose anything. Peace means nothing missing, nothing broken. And he says, my peace I give to you. My peace I live with you in the book of John 14. He says, not as the word given. I give you peace. Do not allow your heart to trouble. Don't let it be trouble. 
Believe in God and believe in me. In my father's house, there are many mansions. If it was not so, I would have told you, I'm going to prepare a place for you. I'm looking forward to that place, my God. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. So while I'm going to live like a sojourner on earth, knowing that everything that God has given to me, I will leave it one day. I wonder why you have not even had anything and you are afraid to die. People that have things, they are not even afraid to die that know the Lord. They know that I have achieved it. That's what I have come to the world to do. And I've achieved it. I'm going to leave it here and go. Just eat. What else do you want? The other day, I had this fish stew. And I ate it. Eh? And I drank tea with it. And my, my belly blesses the Lord. My soul magnifies the Lord. I said, this is good life. The other day, I was eating uh, akara with a constant, and I sent it to some of my youth. I said, this is living. I am living my best. Are you living your best life? You have to be living your best life. If you are not living your best life, it's because you cannot see what God is showing you. He's telling you this world is rolling out. Live your best life. Live it, but live it in Christ and through Christ. So that if the trumpet will sound tomorrow, what's my own? Who wants... What do I want? Is it the car that when you buy a car three years, the car is uh, liquidated? They said, you want to pass this, change it, you bought it for 20,000 now. And they said, it's only worth about 14, or even 14,000 is good. 9,000. 9, and you're like, excuse me, sir. Nine what? Yeah, 9,000. And I said, you have used it for three years. Is that the car that I want to hang on to? And I say, Jesus, don't come. We need to be like Daniel. The Bible says Daniel, he held on to faith. They said they should not pray. But Daniel said, no way. Prayer is the solution to the world's problem. Do you know what Daniel was praying for? The Bible says Daniel was praying for his people. And the prince of Pasha delayed the answer. He was not even praying for himself. He, was not say, he wasn't saying, Father, I love the gold I have now. I want a bigger one. No, that wasn't. I love the house you have given me. I want 20 more. No, he was praying for the salvation of the children of Israel. The Bible says they said they should not pray. They knew that they could not attack Daniel. The enemy knew that he cannot attack many of us except for what we do for God. And they will use that against you. If they can get you to stop doing what you do for God, then the grace that comes upon you by doing it will stop as well. They saw they wanted to destroy Daniel, and they look at Daniel and they said, the only way they conspired together. Hallelujah. Do you know that when children of God, they come together, fire that will release, it's electrifying. We release fire. They've, science, they even prove it. We release some graces. They said we want to capture Daniel. How can we do it? They've set so many traps for Daniel, and they could not get Daniel. And one of them said, the only way we can get Daniel is to tell him to stop him by his God. We can only arrest him by his God. And they said, nobody should pray to any other God. For 30 days, except this king. Daniel said, All right. So that is to say, 
The king of the world says, this is what you must do. But the king of kings says, this is my law. If it was you and I, we would say, God understand. God says we must obey all authority. And the authority of the king says, for 30 days we must not pray. Is that difficult? I will be praying inside of me. <laughs> that is not the Christianity God is looking for in this season. He's looking for people that we know they are God and they will stand and they will do exploit. Because Daniel knew God, he was able to do exploit. God walks a wonder through Daniel. Are you listening to what I'm saying? If it was you and I, this Christianity, microwave Christianity, we are practicing. We will say it's only 30 days now. The Bible says we must obey authority, and the king is the authority. He's the highest authority. Then, and the king said something against the Lord our God. So which one are you going to obey? That Joshua said, I will advise you to obey God. He says, but as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord, we will obey this God. Hallelujah. And Daniel said, I have heard what you said. The Bible says this is down when he went into his room. His room was at the upper. He opened his window and he began to say, And they said, uh -uh. can you hear him? He said, yes, yes, yes. Holy Ghost, fire. Holy Ghost, fire. I didn't know what he said, but he was praying. He was praying. And the Bible says, they said, we have captured him. And they took him. They reported to the king. You see, the king loves Daniel. Even the king did everything he will do so that they will not be able to destroy Daniel. But when God wants to take glory, let him take glory anyway. It is our debts. If we have to die, leave our debts alone. We shall die. It. But we are not even dying it now. Happy? Praise God. They captured Daniel. And they took him before. The king said, were they saying the truth? Daniel said, do you want me to speak in tongues? I will give you a degree. But no, I will pray in front of you right now. Hallelujah. And the king said, all right. They had to go and throw Daniel in the lion's den. Do you know if it is Christianity of now, you and I, we will prostrate before the king and say, king, I did not know the demon that came upon me when I disobey your heart. Lion came. Lion that I've not eaten for a few uh, days. Uh, <laughs> and Daniel knew how they punished those people that before they land, lion went wrong. You and I, we would just say, ah, the king, I'm sorry, it was my father's house, the enemy from my mother's house. They must be after my life. That was what made me to disobey. Give me another chance. I bet in the name of Jesus, I told you, sir, please. But Daniel was seeing the promises. He was seeing God. He was seeing God. He was seeing what God can do. He refused to see how the animals can destroy him. Hallelujah. And they finally put him there. Praise God. They put him there. The Bible says, the lion was looking at Daniel. Lion was looking at Diane. 
Daniel was looking at the lion. Hallelujah. The lion were looking at Daniel and they were angry. The Bible says, when your way pleases the Lord, he makes your enemy to be at peace with you. They don't know what to do with you. The enemy was the lion. They did not know what to do with Daniel because you know why? The king of life was in front of Daniel. So all the lions were seeing were the king of kings. That is all they could see. Yes, he is the lion of the tribe of Judah. So when the rolling lion, all of them that are rolling, when they saw their master, they said, yes, sir. And they were looking at Daniel and said, what is special about this one? Let us, the, the other lion was looking in his uh, chest. He said, this is a very sweet meat. Let us, you know, encamp upon this. But the king of kings was there. And do you know what happened? The Bible says the king went and he was fasting. He was praying, God. And in the morning, the king had experienced the God of Daniel before. So in the morning, the Bible says he woke up. He could not even sleep. He went there to the land of Daniel. He said, Daniel, God's servants, are you still there? Daniel said, of course, king, where will I be? Where will I be? And we know our God is able to deliver us. But on this account, if he chooses not to deliver us, we are going to that glorious home. So we are not afraid. And do you know what the king did? He changed a degree. And he says, anybody that does not praise and pray to the God of Daniel. Are you listening to me wherever you are? Anybody that does not pray to the God of Daniel for this season, they shall be cast into the den of lion. That is what God wanted to do all along. And he was looking for a man that would stand for him. The same way he's looking for you and I. You cannot just stay there and fold your hands. He says, go and preach the good news. You can carry your phone and preach the good news. Wherever you are, don't let us gossip anymore. It is time for us to preach the good news. The end is coming to all things. You need to speak to somebody. You need to pray for your relatives that does not know God. Instead of you wasting your time saying that 2020 is canceled, you need to go into fasting and prayer. You need to stand in the gap for those that have not known God. Because anything can happen at any time. The Lord sets us above limitation. The Bible says he prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. It is not after our enemy had left. Even in the presence of our enemies. I was preaching on the on the Skype uh, on the no not Skype on the Zoom at noon I Zoom yesterday and I said many of you you do not want to cross the Red Sea yet you want to get to your promised land you are a joker you are joking you we have to go through what you have to go through I we have to go through what I we have to go through no prayer no fasting can t whatever God says you will go through you will go through the only one that you will not go to is what the enemy set up for you. But that promised land is waiting for you and I. And the way there is through the Red Sea. And you will not know that your God can pass the Red Sea until you put your feet on the water. Running from this water is not going to do anything. You will have to put your leg inside that water. And you will see the salvation of the Lord your God. Let us rise upon our feet. Father, we thank you. 
We bless you for your faithfulness this afternoon. Father, all we want to see from now on is faith. Not defeat. We want to see faith. We want to see what our God can do. And we know that all things work together for the good of those that are called by God. And that we are called by his purpose. We are called. A woman of God was speaking on Facebook yesterday. And she said, she, this woman of God actually had cancer. And they said she was going to die. But she held on to God. She said to God, I, you, you told me I have assignment. Somebody said to me, he said when the enemy said I was going to die. I remember God gave me a mission for next year, 2021. She said, so I said to God, what about this thing you told me we were going to do next year? She said, so I head on to God and said, no way. Another woman of God that they said she was going to die of cancer. She head on to God. She said, God, I cannot die. You just gave me a new ministry. He's a baby. I have to program. Well, what are we going to do? And now she's doing that ministry. She's living for that ministry because she's still alive. Despite what the doctor said, go home and die. She's still alive. She said, no way. You have given me this ministry. I am going to do it. So she said yesterday, she said, this is my life. This I'm doing for God is my life. It is what is keeping me alive. I want you to pray for yourself as I bring this to close. The Father God, I am sorry for all that I have been seeing. It says, what can you see? A man says, I can see tree. Like, I can see you, man, they look like tree. That is what many of us have seen. Our eyes, even there is no vision, vision. Even if they put, uh, if you don't use glasses, what do they use? If you use contactless, even if they now do operation on your eyes, if you cannot see, you cannot see. Jesus said, Jesus, the author of life, laid his hand upon that man, and the man was still seeing human being walking like tree. So no operation can make you see like God. He now said, the job is not finished. He laid his hand upon him again. And he says, now I can see man. Jesus said, that is what you need to be seeing. I want you to pray this afternoon and say, Father, I want you to, I want to see what you are showing me. I am tired of seeing what the enemy is showing. I'm tired of seeing what the, the world is trying to pass through to me. I want to start to see you. Pastor says, tune your, your frequency now. Not to CNN, but to what? TNC. Christ news channel we have cnc now who uh, started it i don't know pastor Manuel. cnc christ new channel he has started a new channel if you go you will see that he has given you assignment for 90 days now that is the news you will be receiving that news every day for 90 days by the time you receive that news for 90 days you will forget about every other news tell the lord i want to see you I want, it is only you I want to see. I want to see what you can do and not what the enemy can do. Come on, pray in Jesus' name.